Welcome aboard this week's podcast of Dudes Dish Disney. Get ready for amazing attractions across America. Beer halls and bar rooms, banquets and beverages, a collection of characters and colleagues. No cupcakes. It's Dudes Dishing Disney. This episode of Dudes Dish Disney is sponsored by Magic Vacations. Magic Vacations. Discover the magic of travel. And now your hosts, the dudes of Dudes Dish Disney. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dudes Dish Disney. Joining us today is Jonathan, our producer and resident tech dude. What's going on, guys? Also joining us is Ryan, our co-host. He is the number one Disney dude. What's up, dudes? And I'm Congo Carl, former Jungle Cruise skipper, here to guide you through this week's episode of Dudes Dish Disney. And today we have a very special guest. Now, you may know him as a writer, as an author, as a weekend enthusiast, as a professor of leisure. He's had more roles than Ryan at a Disney buffet line. That's a lot of roles. Please welcome the Jay-Z of Walt Disney World, Daniel Miller, step aside, Dan. Oh, what a that's a I'm still laughing about the roles joke. That was pretty good. I got to give you credit. That was pretty good. Well, thanks again for having me, guys. I always love talking, uh, drinking at Disney, Disney, everything, everything that you guys talk about. So I'm excited to be here. Oh, wow, yeah. We we haven't chatted in a while. Tell us what's new and exciting, uh, at the uh, in the big MCO area. You know, it's been it's it's been interesting the last couple of years because we're we're getting we're really figuring out what this sort of new normal of new current uh, Walt Disney World vacations are like. And it's it's been evolving. You know, we've got the with the, the reservation system and you've got the Genie Plus and the Lightning Lane and, and just been interesting watching it all pan out and watch people figure it out. Yeah, that's for sure. We've been uh, really busy on the travel side, helping mm-hmm. people figure it out. It's yeah. it's uh, not easy. Yeah, experiencing it, it's been interesting from the experience side. I've been able to go several times. Just I've, I've done a few days where I went in as if I'm going to just do a full day with the Genie Plus and just see how it goes. And, um, you know, there's been, as I'm, as you guys have discussed, there are definitely some ways to really use it to your advantage and it's been a interesting transition from the fast pass plus days to the genie plus days. And, you know, we're, we're seeing where it goes. The confusion has been fantastic for business. <laughs> so thank you, Disney. We appreciate it. <laughs> so look, we brought you in, we brought you in as an expert. Uh, you're well known as that uh, resonating now, even film star on social media. So as you're expanding, you're certainly known for something very important. And um, that's why we brought you in. We always bring in subject matter experts to give advice to our clients. But this time, we've been having a little bit of series of what is and sort mm-hmm. of armchair imagineering and looking at the business side of Disney. And we had a topic that had been brought up to us and we thought you were none better. And we're going to pose a question today and go through it a little bit and then come up with some creative um, ideas. And, And the question that we're posing on today's podcast is, should Disney increase or expand the drinking opportunities 
within the magic kingdom. So that's our topic for today. We're going to kind of go around with all of us and give us, you know, our opinion on it strategically and from a business. And then, you know, if they were to do it, we're going to decide like kind of the logistics of where, you know, whether it's carts or quick serve or sit down, if so, where, how, what are we going to get into that's really going to be fun to, to make it fun and fit appropriately in the park. So, so that's our topic. And uh, I know you've thought about it. And I thought this would be a great time to rewrite page 19 <laughs> yeah. of your book. Yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah, I would say I've thought about this way more than I, anybody probably should. And, and I think the short answer is absolutely the, the, the option should be expanded. And I think there's precedent now, not only from within the Disney company, but also within entertainment in general for example today they just announced that for the first time ever at my alma mater here in orlando the university of central florida will be serving beer and wine in the entire stadium for the games and that's been expanding across the entire college sports landscape so from just entertainment in general movie theaters now have been using a lot more alcohol than they were in the past and and i i think We've seen from Disney that <laughs> I don't want to say uh, all bets are off at this point as far as throwing out some traditions, but boy, they sure seem to be uh, a open to new ideas more than they ever have been. So seems like a natural progression. Yeah. What are your thoughts on it, Ryan? I mean, Dan nailed it. Podcast over. <laughs> let's, let's go home. Let's go home. All right. There's the answer. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> absolutely right. You know, um, I've struggled with this because I do, I, I'm not somebody, people who know me know I'm not like a Disney traditionalist. I, uh, it's not, I, that doesn't bother me from that perspective. The thing that does bother me from the drinking perspective at Magic Kingdom is just that it really is that ultimate family park. And you know, there are going to be people that take advantage of it and take it too far, right? That's, that's the only thing that bothers me. So when I tell a client or I'm going myself with, with my four-year-old, it's like, you know, you see it at Epcot and it's like, well, you know, drinking around the world, it happens. You see it at Magic Kingdom and it's like, uh, Peter Pan, you know, like, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Um, but the more I think about it, the more excited I get at the prospect of it, because we've talked uh, on previous episodes about how the Disney adult is really born of the children who were raised as Disney was growing, right? Like that's, that's really what it is. So now we're at that age where those Disney adults have kids and now they want to experience Disney again as adults and most 40 year olds plus are going to want a few beverages while they're doing that. Right. Maybe not most, but, but enough, right. To justify it. Um, and I think there's a way that Disney can do it where they can still keep it family friendly, but also allow you to indulge a little bit and have a good time. And really, if you think about it, they can theme it like crazy at magic kingdom too, you know, so we'll get into that maybe in a little bit, but, but, I think it's primed and ready. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree with Ryan on that. I mean, if it's done right and done correctly, Disney can make a killing with, with drinking in magic kingdom. It, 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 it is time. It, it's, it's time to expand. Um, it's as simple as that. There's so many options and so many ways to do it. Right. That if you don't, if they don't try at least, they're they're stupid um yeah you're you're still gonna have people that are gonna be against it i mean again it's magic kingdom 
it's the classic Disney Disney park. It's nostalgia. People didn't drink when you went go into that park. And again, it's just everything else, kind of like how Dan mentioned at the beginning of the of this episode. Everyone's expanding. Where college football, certain stadiums are now expanding more into it, more entertainment things, movies, you name it. You can go anywhere and you can now get an adult beverage of your choosing wherever you go. It just it's the right time and the acceptance of it, it's there and it's now. So it it needs to be thought of it. It needs to try to be integrated in the right way. And if it's done the right way, it's going to make perfect sense. All right. And I'm going to give you your fourth. Yes, you're on to Hollywood. Carl <laughs> um, hit the golden buzzer, I think, immediately. Um, look at, I mean, uh, you all three of you very elegantly and eloquently said that. Um, I'm going to just throw one thing at it. You know, I it was so refreshing when they did what they did with Be Our Guest, but just take it on beyond that at the sit downs. I thought that was a great controlled introduction. And um, out of the tradition, I'm fine if it just stays like that, right? I'm, I'm fine either way. I'm fine with an expansion or I'm fine with it staying like that. So, when I, and I think that's that's kind of a balance, but there's an opportunity here. The capitalist in me says, there's an opportunity here to do something. The Disney fan, you know, looked at, you know, all of their cartoons since 1937 and 87 of them had references to drinking in it. Okay, so there's lots of material. And I think that's the fun part of the show we're going to get into. Right. But so it's there. Right. And it's 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 certainly there. And I think it can be done creatively. And and um, and that's really what the meat of the show is. So we're all in agreement. Yeah. If I could just throw out, I'm just curious what you guys, if you had thought of if, if maybe we're going to get into this sort of any I've thought of a few just inherent issues that probably need to be dealt with if it's going to happen. I don't know if that's a, a segment. No, take us there, Dan. I think the biggest challenges, and I think why it's worked so well at Epcot and at uh, Hollywood Studios and at Animal Kingdom is the hours of operation. At Epcot, even though it is the traditionally the most heavily drinking focused park, it's always closed at like nine, maybe 10. So right when it gets to that point where things are, starting to feel like it's bubbling up and all the doors shut, you know, now magic kingdom historically has stayed open considerably later. And I think that is a consideration that will have to be addressed. Is well, the, to your point think, at Epcot, you know, the drinking starts flowing around 10, 11 in the morning too. Right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, so they control it on the front end as well as on the back end. But Magic Kingdom is, you know, early entry rope drop at uh, yep. the, your favorite bar. I mean, all the way till midnight, one o'clock. Oh, it, wait, there's an extended party, evening party. Yep. I'm here till 2 a.m. That Right. So that's going to have to be dealt with. And then I think the other thing that just is a natural and I is, you know, immediately, you know, at, at, at Epcot, you've got the shirts, you've got every country and you check mark each one as you go. Well, there's going to be the whatever triple mountain challenge. You know, it's it takes about 13 seconds and there will be the the uh, organized. And I think that's the other thing that they're going to would be the downside to it that would need to be not all addressed. But I think of things that are to me obvious downsides would be those two things is the uh, the large group aspect is if if um, Epcot is number one with large groups of drinking 
Magic Kingdom would be number two of where large groups of people go together and it just inherently brings, let's go to, you know, let's do a drinking game. Yeah, it could be good for, uh, in one perspective though, right? Because, you know, one thing you get in Epcot is you get everybody that wants to do the drinking, they just hang out in the World Showcase all day mm-hmm. long, right? So that leaves open, uh, you know, all the attractions on the other mm-hmm. half of the park. And you don't usually get crazy lines outside of maybe one or two attractions, right? But mm-hmm. I think in Magic Kingdom, the beauty of that would be if you get a bunch more adults in there, then probably would lower the lines, um, Ooh, yeah. you know? Um, but on the same hand is you have more attractions that could potentially induce the, the code V. Uh, <laughs> well. So, you know, Big Thunder Mountain, Space Mountain, you know, after a few drinks, you do Space Mountain, that could be, that could play tricks on somebody. Um, and, you know, I don't know that you have anything at Epcot that would be that aggressive, um, especially with the way you jostle your body around on Space Mountain, right? So, um, but I do agree with you. I think they have to control it. I think I think it would have to be similar where maybe the park opens at nine, but drinking doesn't start until 11 or the stands or the bars don't open until 11. And I think you would have to cut it off an hour, uh, like a baseball game, you know, cut mm-hmm. off cut off at 7 p.m. or at, at the seventh inning, you'd probably have to cut it off at fireworks um, mm-hmm. you know, or something like that at Magic Kingdom. So I think there is a lot of uh, logistics that would need to be considered for sure. So extending sort of this control thing, um, let's continue this discussion, but it was really, um, from my perspective, the delivery vehicle and what would be appropriate for this kind of park, both historically, uh, tactically, uh, logistically, you know, cups. how cups, Carl, you, they would need cups. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And lots of glow clubs, but, um, <laughs> the, um, what I'm thinking about is when I say the delivery of it, you know, looking at the other parks and comparing it, are you going to go to carts or are you going to maintain just quick service? Or are you going to expand upon the dining options that today that offer it? And maybe, you know, add to those venues, more formal lounges or bars, right? So let's talk about that a little bit. What's some of your thoughts on that, Dan? What would you think would, would work and be appropriate and what would be out of line? Well, I think, I think we, going by just what we've seen Disney do, I think at Disneyland, now you have Ogus Cantina. So a, you could theoretically do something along those lines of the Magic Kingdom in, say, the Golden Horseshoe. Um, where it's an enclosed bar. But there's also, I don't know what you're all familiarity with Disney's California Adventure is, but it sort of feels like a hybrid of the two because it feels like it's everywhere, but then it's hard to get. <laughs> it feels like, it, it, so it, it, it is, there's, there may not be carts, but you do have to go into bars, but they'll do have it at the quick service restaurants. Um Unless you're not festival and it's very much like that. Right. Yes. But on a regular day, at least my experience was it was not hard to get, but it wasn't just, it wasn't Epcot. You know, it was definitely what to me more of like a hybrid where you had to uh, get it with a meal, not necessarily with a meal, but you went into the quick service or you went into a one dead. There's one cart in the one wharf section. It just felt a little more limited. Um, To me, it was like a hybrid. Yeah, you have that little uh, garden section, right? Or whatever, that, mm-hmm. that patio, almost like a beer garden kind of section that they use out there. And a lot of wines and stuff you can get over there. Um, but yeah, I, 
you know, when I was thinking about it, you said golden horseshoe uh, or the, the horseshoe. Diamond uh, horseshoe. Diamond yeah. Horseshoe, sorry. Thank you. Yeah. You said diamond horseshoe. And, and I was thinking uh, very similar lines, right? Is you could take a place, but I was actually thinking Tortuga's Tavern. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Tortuga's yeah. So you guys are getting, you're in the next stage, right? In the audience, yeah. what's there today that we can natural fits. Yeah. What I'm talking about is, you know, um, as far as, you know, are you going to have, quick service places where you go up in it, you know, are you just going to, let's say there's a, there's a restaurant um, like uh, jungle navigation company. Are you going to take a room and make a, one of those rooms into a, just a bar that I can go up and just have drinks at instead of a full meal. Yeah. Right? And that's kind of where I was going with Tortugas, Carl, is that mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't really care for the idea of carts at magic kingdom, to be honest with you. I would like to see them expand drinking and have that capability, well, what I like about Tortugas is you could very easily retheme that to be like a rum bar and keep it where it is and close it off like Oga's, right? Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, Dan talked about that with Oga's at Disneyland in, in Galaxy's Edge. You could very easily do that. And maybe you do that in two spots because there's so many different lands. Maybe you have one bar in each land if you want to. But in my opinion, it should be that like closed off, go sit 45 minute maximum, have a drink or two, and then scoot scoot out you don't need to bring it with you and walk around with it but it still manages to meet both expectations right yeah mm -hmm. i agree with the i agree with the carts too i don't think the carts i think the carts is a bit too much for this kind of adventure um so i would frown upon the carts i can't people walking around with the tall cold cans of coors light or bud's light and everything you know to me is not going to look good in the background pictures as you're, mm -hmm. you're at Walt Disney World. It's just just too much of a conflict. And it, you know, and what are you doing with a can of Coors Light here in 1892? You know, there was no, so it, it's got the theming aspect too. But I think that would lend itself to the easy access that you were talking about, Dan, right? Mm -hmm. I think that could be a problem. Um, I know that, you know, Jonathan, you like to drink out of carts because you're at every stadium with your other job. So uh, I don't know how you feel about that. Are you trying to imply John is drinking on the job in his day job? Oh, oh sorry. You <laughs> know you work there and get hammered while you handle TV production. Yeah. Hey, just just because I get to work in stadiums and near all the alcohol doesn't mean I'm a uh, I'm a drunk. All right. <laughs> doesn't mean it. Yeah. Doesn't mean it. Right. I mean, I may be hiding things. No, not really. No. But um, but no, I I I. I do agree that the the carts they don't belong. I don't they don't belong in Magic Kingdom. It it ruins the aesthetic of Magic Kingdom and what Magic Kingdom is. The the idea of having the the bars and lounges, I think that's a much better option because again, it's there. People know where it is. It's not completely hidden, but it's hidden from plain sight, and that that helps deal with the aesthetic. That helps deal with the nostalgia of magic kingdom that 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 still drives across the park the feeling that's it's still there but at the same point the liquor and beer and everything else it's still there it's still easily accessible so i feel it's a win-win in both cases by doing that as, as we're talking about this i'm thinking about you know the different places where maybe a cart would make sense or where maybe where it would make sense to do something like that and the only places i can really truly think of would be like the orange bird stand or or get dole, like dole whips with boozy mm -hmm. dole whips right like that's the only place because again carl you're not going to have somebody walking around with a bud light bottle or a plastic cup with a beer inside of it it's going to still look the same but it's you know it's yeah. going to have that fruity feel to it if you will 
uh, and I might actually enjoy more Dole Whips that, that way, maybe selfishly. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I think um, that's really the only place I can think of that would make sense. Kind of like what Dan was saying with California Adventure, right? Is there's that one area down in the wharf where you can do it and it makes sense for that area. Right. But outside of that, I don't know that it does. I think that would fit this area too. Right. I'm okay I, with the quick service being that, you know, going up to a place like Sunshine Tr Terrace and walking away with something, as long as you're not walking away way with a beer bottle or you know right so so i'm okay good dan you were saying yeah i think i think this plan that you are are laying out because what i want to stay away from if they ever did it was where there's like a physical i don't want to say aggressive but a physical they're constantly having putting somebody in position to watch like the party police where no you can't leave here you can't because right. But if you if you if you do keep it to quick service restaurants and indoor just watering holes, by the time somebody let's just say you're going to wander out into the street, you're already halfway to three quarters of the way done. It just naturally keeps you in those areas without having to put up like it kind of bugs me when you go to, say, the Connections Cafe and they have to hold people out of the seating areas physically, like by force, mm -hmm. you know, that it's, it seems a lot of places are doing this forced crowd control. And I don't want to add this to it where now they're you got this poor person who's having to now be the party police of what they're having to check cups of what you can. So I think if we can keep it to the, you know, just a few areas in my experience it just naturally works itself out where you're not but if you, if you get it at a cart it's full in the street and you're going to be in the street the whole time yeah i really feel the only place that even does make sense is hollywood studios i don't know why it just feels natural to walk down the streets in hollywood studios with a beer in my hand you know i don't have a problem with it and animal kingdom's okay with that too but it doesn't it still feels a little wrong and weird um epcot Epcot, yeah, sure, but Epcot usually it's like, I don't know, it seamlessly fits in with the countries, right? So, and usually I don't move one country to the next. I usually slam my drink before I leave. Um, but I, I love where you're at with that. I love where you're at with that. Less party police at Disney, the better, right? The the best people. We don't want to see security. We don't want to see people getting dragged out. We don't want to see fights in Fantasyland. You know, like whatever. So. Um, and that it does, if somebody's drinking and then you stop them and you're like, no, you can't do that. It actually usually creates more angst than it does mm -hmm. allows people to just enjoy themselves. Usually you leave people alone. They'll be fine. So, so the one exception that, that kind of, I, I visually see this working cause I think it fits in and I really thought about it probably way too much, but you know, I could see if there was an old fashioned cart with the big wheels on it. Right. Um, and a guy was appropriately addressed and it had the right old scripted beer logo of Budweiser or something. And it was at Casey's corner and you <laughs> got your hot dog and you got your beer. You know, yeah. I thought, I think that like kind of fits in, you know, again, <laughs> ballpark and everything, the stadium, that's the only place I could see someone walking away from a cart with a, with a hot dog and a beer. Right. It's yeah. like, as they're playing the good old summertime in the back. <laughs> the only problem with that is the minute you walk in front of Crystal Palace, now you're out of place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it doesn't take long for you to get out of place there. Mm -hmm. So, all right. So we, we, talk, we talked on it. Now let's do the fun stuff. This is what we've been waiting for. You guys already started off Tar Tartuga Tavern. So let's talk about existing places that you would enhance it with the sale of adult beverages 
and what you would do to the theming, what we do on the theme drinks. What are you thinking? Uh, you both started talking about Tortuga Tavern. Expand that. What, what's the natural thing that you would do there? What are your thoughts? How? Because we've all walked in, right, and seen it and been there and go, boy, this would be a great place to, right? So take us away with Tortuga Tavern. For me, Tortuga's Tavern just makes sense where it is, right? Number one, I'm not a huge fan of what's in there already. Um, it's just me. It's not my favorite, right? So for me, you're right outside of Pirates, right? You got the stage right, right over there. That's right by there is that you can meet, uh, uh, you know, Captain Jack, right? Why not walk in and grab some rum, you know, walk in and you can totally theme it. Pirates of the Caribbean theme. You can, you can stick with that theming throughout the whole thing. Um, you can have uh, a rum bar in there. You could, you could expand upon brown liquors if you wanted. I don't know that I would do beer in there, but I guess you'd have to to satisfy everybody, but but yeah, I, I mean, Rumbar would be fantastic right there. I just think it would fit perfectly. Like, it, like you don't even have to do much. It's just waiting for you to do it. Yeah, and the plastic cups, uh, like or souvenir cups alone, I and mean, you're gonna have the literally take the ones from the ride and make them, you know, the ones they're yeah. holding and put them in there. And then also, of course, you got the, the little mini barrels with the XXX on the side. I mean, it's a no brainer. Yeah. It's super simple. You can, you can, you can very easily just make that transition. That's like a one week refurb of that, of that building. It really is. It's they'll probably take it too far to be honest with you, because it's so easy to do. So, mm -hmm. and you do that. And like we said, the food's nondescript. So now think of all the stuff, like, like we've been to, you know, down the road, there's an excellent rum uh, restaurant that has great food and tapas. Think of the takeaway food that you could do that, like Caribbean jerk chicken, you know, shrimp, all the grilled grilled shrimp on a stick, all the stuff that would go great with rum, right? Like, the, like the banana cabana, Carl. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> right? So that means so we're all in agreement with, with Tortuga. While we're in Adventureland, other thoughts on Adventureland. What will we do there? What will we put there? I have lots of thoughts on this because working there would tend to daydream about this all the time, but, but what do you think, what else could we do in Adventureland? Uh, that, if we're that, talking just Adventureland, I'm going to again, go with something that Disney's already done. And you look at Disneyland and they put in at Disneyland that uh, I forget the name, but there's a little tropical hideaway, tropical hideaway. And basically at our, in Walt Disney world, it would be in, in that little area between the jungle cruise and Swiss family Robinson. Just reimagine that area. It's there's already, some space if with a little bit of construction you got a great little area for the tropical hideaway basically plug and play tropical hideaway right there but you're serving some tropical drinks i, I got one more for you just get rid of the the, the treehouse together <laughs> just just destroy well, except keep it and then they actually that's where the kitchen is for the tree, build it into part of the kitchen. You know, like you're hanging out in the Swiss Family Robinson kitchen, having some drinks. You could the, do that. I was thinking, turn it into a three-level tiki bar. Right? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. So look, yeah. at the Tropical Hideaway is a G-rated version of Trader Sam's, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, when I go back, I'm going back to the an original Disneyland concept, and you know, there's a lot of people who are not a fan of the tiki room, right? Right. Mm -hmm. That was originally supposed to be, right? A yeah. A, a, a restaurant show yeah. restaurant i'm saying put all the walls are perfect mm -hmm. put the bars all the way around you have the center open and then just run the show tone the music down and run it continuously as as background fodder as you go into the tiki yep. bar there 
right? Yeah. And and then the shows there quite lower the decimals, Ryan, because it's annoying, but they're up there, the original concept, and, and you can still walk around and have all the tropical yeah. drinks you want. Throw a disco disco ball in there and have it become a dance party. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. I've thought of that too, Carl. I love it. And I think um like what they do with some of the the current Hollywood studios offerings where they put up like they'll project a song for you know, a little projection for two minutes and then it shuts off for five minutes, comes on for two minutes. Same thing, but you do one song from the Tiki Room, then it quiets down. You know, it, you, you basically split up the show into smaller portions. It's right. a, it again, no brainer to me. You'd stop people from napping in there finally. <laughs> they finally have something better to do than nap. Well, last and you know, I, and you know, with enough booze, people would actually yeah. sing along to the to the well, show. It would also nap. It would just yeah. be a much more hardcore nap. Yeah. And I mean, you could. There's nothing to stop them from doing it. Like, uh, almost like keeping the one outside portion, like a walkthrough attraction. So basically keeping the tiki room as it is and people could wander through hang out for as long as they like on the other you know the out the outer two rows and uh it's you could kind of keep both yeah yeah right um any other ideas for adventureland before we move on because i want to drop a bomb okay no i think i think just capped it off was what you guys were saying earlier of the um the, the boozy dole whips are again no brainer and you don't have to do anything just that would be the only thing boozy you sell at that stand yep. but you just add that yeah right, here's, here's my bomb here's my bomb you ready i'm sure it has something to do with the jungle cruise being destroyed or something that's something <laughs> yeah. from you. i'm ripping out aladdin's carpets mm -hmm. And in its place, I am rebuilding the Adventurers Club. Oh, yeah, perfect. Nice. Right? I mean, it, yeah. I've, With the jungle navigation there, the Society of Explorers and Adventurers there, the tie-in there, the Jungle Cruise right there, putting that there. Because here's the thing, right? So Disneyland, we all know, is you know got a bottom floor. Have you ever noticed, um, with the one exception in the park that's not built on the second floor is the jungle cruise you mm -hmm. walk down the steps to the jungle cruise that's on the first floor because right. of the water tables so right up on the steps where aladdin's is and where the rest of adventureland is is a set is is a the traditional floor so i can build the adventures club and use the bottom floor to create build it two stories but have it feel like it's Jeez. three stories down there and i could build recreate that build all the rooms and everything and it have the activities and it's a natural fit right where it is. The architecture would fit in with Adventureland. It would be a lot better than the piece of garbage is, is there now. And, you know, I think that's an anchor, an anchor yep. bar. Yeah. And I think just to expand on that, someone was once saying, and I, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but there is a spot kind of just to the back, kind of near Pirates of the Caribbean, where they could take and just move it, move the current one back behind pirates and you know then you get yep. both of them you get both you get to do both right and not lose a ride yeah uh, the only problem i have with that is one of my biggest problems with the carpets is just that we've talked about this they're just like smack dab in the middle and they just cause a cluster mm -hmm. right everybody just like it doesn't it doesn't there. work with the flow at all it, it's just like ryan said it's 
it's smack dab right there. It just, I don't know. It, it's it's weird. such it's valuable weird. real estate. Right. It's such valuable real estate. And and I, honestly, like if, we're, yeah, if we're going to get rid of it and put something else there to block everybody, let's make it a bar. No, right? so I, you, good point, Ryan. <laughs> right. I would push it off as I'm walking into Adventureland from Main Street. I would tuck it back to the right. So I'd widen off that space. I would tuck it back into Acrobar Markets and all of that. But I get rid of that. So it would be it would be coming out a little bit, but you'd have a lot more walkthrough pace. You'd have a clear visual. It would more blend into the architecture on the right hand side. And then it would have a clear visual towards the, the tiki room too. So it wouldn't be as obstructing. So I'd do that there. Now the real ch- thing is that you know we haven't been in yet is you know, that's where the Magic Kingdom's Club 33 location is in the front of Adventure. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if that's there and all of this we put in there, I mean, you're off to a great start, just an adventure land of doing a four or five bar stop right Amber, there. Before you get to Frontierland. <laughs> yeah, done. See ya. So uh, excellent. Excellent. So that, that's the magic word, Ryan. Frontierland. Yeah. Lots of no brainers there too. Right. It's, if, if there's any land to me that just screams booze, it's the wild west, you know, <laughs> the frontier. Yeah. Yeah, I, w- I would like to hear what you're thinking on the diamond horseshoe is, though. Um, is that is that technically still Frontierland, right? That's like right. Yeah, on- yeah, it's, right it's on like the, the right on the yeah. border of. Uh, it yeah. was originally in the the first map listed as part of Liberty Square. Right. Um, it's, but it's kind of more back Frontierland. to Frontierland. Right. Yeah, it's just. Yeah. I mean, it. I mean, it, if there's anything, I mean, it is a saloon. It'd be like if you made the mile long bar an actual bar i mean uh, and right now it's only really being used as um expanded dining for overflow when it's busy and just keep that going and it's just it and they're so they're serving alcohol in it now actually um but it's a sit-down restaurant we just need to change it from sit-down restaurant to lounge and it's bring back the show Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like with a tiki room, just smaller yeah. acts that come in for a little while. Absolutely. Piano player. Yep. Man. Okay. And what are you going to serve for choices for beverage choices? Well, I, I'm, I think you got to go with, of course, some, some draft beers and then some whiskeys. I mean, you're going to go, you're in the saloon, you're in the wild west. You're going to have some, have some whiskeys. I'm, I'm thinking uh, also, uh, why not uh, some uh, hard root beers? Oh, perfect. Right? Don't not confuse those with the regular root beers for your kids. Slide but... them down the bar. You know, I mean, literally, this is the place the guy would slide them down the bar. You know, those those are 10% alcohol, though. So that literally is going to lead us down the path that we would want to go down in Magic Kingdom. I'm just saying, I can have two or three of those things, and I'm pretty well set for a while. Well, so. the, sugar, the sugar accelerates it, too. Yeah, right? exactly. So uh, hard room. Now, the other thing I was thinking only because I just pictured the Wild West cartoons with like Goofy and other people in it, you know, is, is you got to when you do the whiskeys, you got to have like fireball. Right. Because every <laughs> cartoon is like breathing fire when they have whiskey. Right. So so um, I'm thinking, OK, you got to have some fireball whiskey. And I, I agree. You, have, you know, you have some uh, Jack Daniels or whatever is appropriate for the West. I love bringing the show back, you know, brings mm-hmm. some appropriate food in there. And uh, I miss that show a lot, but you know, why not have a cocktail during a couple of those acts, right? Absolutely. So that's that's a no-brainer. You mentioned another thing too, Dan. One of my favorite things, which is now gone, is the mile-long bar. Right. Um, and those of you who were 
too young to remember, um, next to Pecos Bills, your exit from the Country Bear Jamboree uh, from 1971 to about 1998 was the Mile Long Bar. And it was a wonderful trick done with mirrors where you'd step up to the bar and look to your right, look to your left, and it would go on for miles. And it was a great effect. And it was, it was selling soft serve things. And what was better about it, I think it was better than the Country Bear Jamboree, because when you walked out of it, um, you know, Melvin Buff and Max were on the wall singing and kind of pulled you into the restaurant and they were singing the Pepsi jingle and you get, you got a cold Pepsi at the mile long bar. Um, so in 98, they got rid of that and expanded into, um, what was Pecos Bills. And then of course, renamed it, you know, uh, Pecos Bills cafe. Uh, I think, you know, that would be great to bring back, um, you know, and bring that into Pecos Bills. If you're, if someone says, ah, we're doing all that Western theme in the Diamond Horseshoe, okay, I can see not doing that there. But right. um, I, I really miss that. That was a, a very clever venue that's no longer there. Mm -hmm. Anything else we'd put in Frontierland? Um, I'm thinking of a couple things. Uh, one that's has always been thrown out, and it's it lends to sort of the more the almost like the speakeasy uh, aspect of it is you go across to Aunt Polly's where you have to actually go across on the on the Tom Sawyer rafts and go over there and Aunt Polly's is is serving up some some uh, whatever she would like to <laughs> has in the liquor cabinet hard lemonade right <laughs> hard lemonade on Aunt Polly's on one of those uh, those uh, rock and rocking chairs yeah maybe some moonshine over there yeah <laughs> moonshine makes the most sense to me over there yeah yeah, you could definitely do that. I, I think that's perfect on the island. I would like to see, um, you know, there, if you go up to the third floor of the riverboat, there's actually a captain's quarters and room, and you could easily turn that into a bar to grab a cocktail and drink a mint julep as you were going down the riverboat around. It's a 20-minute ride, a perfect time to get a drink. You finish it before you get off the boat. You're, there's your controlled area. How about that? I love it, except that you're going to have to have mobile quick service because you're going to wait in 20 minutes of lines just to drink by the time <laughs> you that, the ride's over. That's true. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. All right, so but, we need to work on the logistics there. Yeah, yeah. that one, yeah. Or mm -hmm. you just give everybody one when they walk on. Walk on, right. You just can... ready for you. Just grab it. Like, oh, you're eight years old, no problem. Have to do you're fine. Shh. Don't tell mom. <laughs> you have an under 21 line and an over 21 line, right? Yeah, as you get on to the... The queue is very big there. You could certainly do that, right? And uh, I, I just think that uh, that works. Um, excellent. We're, we're making some really great progress here. I like it. I like what we're doing. We're having some fun with this. Okay, so we're at the Liberty Bell. We're in Liberty Square. What are we going to do in Liberty Square for ideas? Just Sam Adams everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Just Sam Adams everywhere. I, th I think the... Here's... I think the the one that everybody would be dying for, for lack of a better term, would be, of course, a Haunted Mansion themed bar. But that would literally be we'd be talking new construction or taking over the gift shop, which you're not going to want to give that. But I think that's a little more challenging. I have a separate all thought of making that over at the uh, Port Orleans Riverside instead. But I think there, there's going to be a lot of demand for a Haunted Mansion. Yep, totally mm -hmm. agree. And the specialty themed drinks that you could do in there could be, that would be akin to, you know, Galaxy's Edge to Olga's Cantina. You could yeah. have 
mixologists have just a blast creating drinks yeah. for there. And, and there's no there's no rules, right? You could you would literally you wouldn't have to stick to a theme land. Your only theme is like it's got to it's got to wake the dead. You know, it's, like that's that's yeah. the only theme. I, I think logistically it's the hardest as far as as a, a rolling it out because it would con, it would need new construction and finding a place for it. But I think it's the it's the one everybody immediately wants first. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I have an idea for their converting some of the gift shops. It's a, it's an old school idea, but I think it still works, um, and it fits in that New England area. Um, I want to create the Admiral Benbow Inn. Mm. Okay, so the Admiral Benbow Inn was the original inn for the live action Treasure Island. Mm. It was also for the Muppet Treasure Island, and it was also for Treasure Planet, right? Mm -hmm. And that's where young Jim Hawkins was working as a bartender when, you know, the pirates went in, took it over, got the map, and went off. So I think it's in, it's in that period of time frame, right? So you could have that in there, and you could have that kind of a little, it's a one-off to Tortuga because it's more of the English tavern right uh yeah. in america feel but it's if there's some stuff going on there right there's some pirates lurking around there's some things going around you could have some interesting drinks there and it would be it was so pro prominent in all of those movies as a pivotal point and where the action took place both you know getting jim to be on the boat and also finding the map and it works in all those three stories so you could do different things and you could do a different theme night you know at, at um at you know during halloween you could do a spoof on it with the Muppet Treasure Island, right? Or, or stuff you could do different things, but the Admiral Benbow in and having that, uh, the pewter mugs and you know the drinks in there, the the ales and and the beers and the again the the rums, uh, the hard ciders, right? Um, I think would be great in Liberty Square, and you could tie it into lots of different older IP. There, some people wouldn't get the reference, but if you're going to have ales and ciders, you need to have them in Liberty Square. Um, that they have them already at uh, you know Liberty Tree, but to have them in a place where you could just drink them without eating, right? I'd love to see that in Liberty Square. I love it. I don't know if we're going to be able to stand up by the time we reach Fantasyland, right? <laughs> um, but there's a couple of obvious choices in Fantasyland that we can we can yeah. retrofit and do. Um, go ahead, knock them down. Well, uh, here's where I, uh, maybe I'll save this one. I want to save, this is where I would consider my quote unquote bomb that you had earlier. I have one here that I've always, that I feel is a, would be my bomb for that, but I'll save that one. I, obviously the, the obvious choice is, um, Gaston. I, it just, you talk about the no brainer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, that's definitely the obvious one. And I mean, the space isn't very large and that's okay, you know, but all you really have to do in there is just add actual beer, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of instead of what they have in there now and maybe add something other than a cinnamon bun, uh, you know, to go with that beer. But, but you don't have to do much to that room. It already looks like a bar. You know, you don't have to do much theming or anything there. You just need to add the choice. Yep. And, and how great would like a, like a carny bar be over by a, over it. in the uh <laughs> the dirty the the dirty circus okay area. so you're, you're on to what i was thinking okay <laughs> so beyond dumbo circus right yeah i was thinking about doing the pink elephant bar 
right? Mm-hmm. You know, from the scene where he, he's hallucinating. But I, I'm beyond Bundo's Circus. I, I want to put a sign and it goes under the berm and under the rail track. And it says this way to Pleasure Island. Yep. Right. And that's where we do the carny bar. We do the pool hall with, yep. you know, Pinocchio and Lampy playing pool, drinking beers, you know, rowdies in the street, all that stuff. And it could be all doesn't have to spend a lot of money disney it can be all the the plastic uh mache facades and and you know cut out kind of thing like the real pleasure island was you know and uh you could even put a ride in there you know but um but yeah doing a little the pinocchio pleasure island not the pleasure island that was at disney springs right right this way to pleasure island it's like a secret thing that you're going off to from the circus and it's tied into there that that's what i'm thinking yeah a really rowdy carny bar and for anybody what? listening just so you know you can go in and you can have a beer and you can be a jackass just like Carl. <laughs> <laughs> i i mean i love the idea let's talk about talk about a flip though we're like you know we don't want to do too much crazy stuff in magic kingdom to like we're going to take the most kid-friendly land and make it like the most crazy insane thing that they've done right perfect um, i i really thought about I hate the Rapunzel bathrooms. I hate the Tangled bathrooms. I hate them. I can't stand them. I think they're a waste. But we could flip that space into the Snuggly Duckling. Yeah. I think oh, love that, it. that would be fantastic. I think I think that would be a way to just put a stamp on that area. You have a decent little space there. Maybe that is a quick serve window rather than, you know, which maybe is away from what we were talking about. Maybe you can't make a full bar because I don't think there's enough space there for a full bar. Right. But I, I think that would be a perfect place for a bar that fit very well within the Disney lore. Yep. You know, what you could do is build the escape tunnel from the snug, right? Like in the mm-hmm. movie, but have it spit out towards the, the haunted mansion. Like you're <laughs> the, the villains escape there. But uh, yeah, that's obvious, uh, an obvious place, Ryan. And it's nice to hear that you've got a dream. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And if I could go to my, so my, what I would consider, this is the mind that I feel, I just, this is the one I want is one of my favorite spots in the magic kingdom is in the Pinocchio village house Hoss. There's that area where's the glass windows that look over, look down into it's a small world. So I want that wing of that restaurant going to, and this could sort of tie into what you were saying, Carl of the Pinocchio themed bar that includes the overlook into it's a small world. There's just something cool about looking into another ride. I just think there's just something so cool about that. And that would be the Pinocchio in my mind, the Pinocchio uh, bar is in that section. It's already there. And we're just going to cordon that off from the restaurant, take a little seating away. Sorry guys. But um, that's, that's my sort of my dream spot is right there above. It's a small world. Can we get some better pizza in there to go with that? (laughs) That would, that would be great. You know, and it's true. We're like it's like fantasy land. Uh, you don't want to do it, but we're already tripping over ideas. You know, the the other the quick services there is there's a couple of quick services, Troubadour Tavern or some of the others that have tavern named. So I think it's a natural to get a walk-up drink in some of those. But I'm also thinking about is what what could I do either, you know, up in Cinderella's castle? Can I have a a night's bar where I, you know, the knights step up to the bar and it's got all the, you know, sh- the armor and stuff and the, the, the swords and axes and, and crest family crests, but it's just a simple men's bar that I can, you know, manly bar that I can walk up to and have a manly drink. You could do that in Sir Mickey's. 
Right. That, I was thinking that same thing is that that service, it'd be perfect because that's where the guards would be. Now, it wouldn't be yep. necessarily in the castle. They'd be off to the side in their little quarters. So I think I, that, that was my thought exactly. Yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun for you. And again, that's another one. You don't have to do a lot of retheming out. You just got to mm-hmm. pull the merchandise out and push the bar in. And it's it's become pretty much general Disney merchandise anyways. There's yeah. nothing special about it anymore. So yeah. I mean, perfect timing. I think that's the best thing is is in magic kingdom you could pull so many of these gift shops right and i i mean you've got the emporium you know on main street like you can't tell me that people can't find what they need in the emporium you could pull so many of these gift shops and make better use of that space and they already did they just uh the you know there's that that little ice cream shop in tomorrowland again i don't want to jump to tomorrowland but they made it into just a seating area used to be a shop now it's just a seating area so like they're they are getting rid of shockingly merch space right so hey the, the precedent is there man yeah do it there is lots of room in tomorrowland to do stuff we know there's real estate there right we know there's empty things with real estate and uh, we did a previous show where um ryan was talking about his uh, three visits to space 220 and um saying you know how a restaurant like that would be killer in tomorrowland oh. right if they had something of that kind of quality so guys what are you going to do what are you going to put in tomorrowland for adult beverage venues there's so much space you could use i mean that's 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 part of the problem right you could take where you know the alien encounter stitch's great escape was and that whole thing could turn into a sweet futuristic bar and i don't know what i would put in there you know i don't know that i don't know how i would theme it entirely but that place that area it's totally unused and it's 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 primed. It's primed yep. to be able to go in and turn that into a bar. Yeah, I th- I think the other area that that is just if we're gonna I think in Tomorrowland like you do like you you go with what's logistically the easiest. Um, Space Mountain used to have a VIP lounge for their sponsors, whether it was RCA or then later FedEx, because I went into it when it's FedEx, and it's off to the side over where uh, the face painting thing is. It, it's a building it's being used for probably a break room now. I don't know, whatever, whatever it's being used for, but it's, it's already there. It's a, it's a lounge that actually then cuts into <laughs> the space mountain queue. So uh, it's, it's already there. And like, I, I think you hit, why not just to take a lot of the, the same uh, visuals from space mountain and just bleed it right into the bar space mountain bar. I mean, we don't have to rethink the wheel every time. Yeah, no, that's a good <laughs> point. You could absolutely do that. Or even a Tron bar now, right? You could throw mm-hmm. a Tron bar in there too. And, and I'm sure people would really, you could put an arcade ar- arcade bar in there. Like, yeah. just like Tron, right? Like that concept, put some old eighties arcade games in there or something and have a bar in there. And that would be a cool, that would be a sweet place to hang out for a while. Yeah. I think that theme would actually probably do the most, most right now, especially with Tron almost opening and everything. I think Tron's going to, it's going to carry that land for a while now. And I didn't think that would be perfect. Yeah. And if we're going to go with, now I just, I'm just, I'm loving the idea. I was up there uh, last week. I did a, 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 I do a silly video for the, every NASCAR race. Right. And, and I went to the Tomorrowland Speedway for the silly video and I'm, and, and they actually have, you've probably been up there. They actually have grandstands built that you can go sit in. And I'm thinking, why not, why not a, you know, VIP skybox up there? You know, like you're going to watch the races at the tomorrow Tomorrowland Speedway VIP bar. Love it. I love it. I and love you don't, it. you're not losing any space there because there's really, you know, you go just build it on top of Tomorrowland Speedway. 
can we just improve Tomorrowland Speedway first? Because <laughs> no, 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 no. It's perfect. You put your kids on the babies; they're babysitting the ride, and you're up in the bar. That's perfect. Yeah. And you're still watching them, so you're responsible too. You're waving. Hey, hey there! <laughs> you get drunk and high off the fumes coming from the carts all at the same time. Win, win, win. <laughs> I've always wanted to have a drink listening to Sunny Eclipse. Oh. I, amazing uh and, and i think the fact if we're saying that you can do it with the quick service probably would just kind of just do it to that but because you'd hate to take away any seating from that probably if there's if it's not the number one quick service in magic kingdom i think we, it has to be actually yeah. <laughs> so you'd hate to, to take anything away from it but that would be you're talking about the perfect setting yeah, just, just add it to what's there you know just yeah. add a couple of ca- uh, cocktails uh, uh, to the menu, you know, because it's oh, right. And uh, it, it, it's it would you talk about perfect. I mean, there it is now. So the one thing I haven't as of going through this and I haven't thought of and maybe can throw it out here. Um, we've got specialty cocktails, beers and ales and ciders and rums. We've got all these themes. You know, we're thinking like dudes, but, you know, some dudes and certainly, you know, our significant others like an occasional glass of wine. Where would we put a great wine bar in the Magic Kingdom? I was really hoping you were going to leave that open-ended because I was just going to say Epcot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you, I think earlier we said we were going to do uh, Sir Mickey's as the Knights Bar. Well, right across the street uh, on the other side is where the, the what do they call them? The, the maids that help the, right. help the princesses. Well, that's where they uh, they hang out. So you have that on the other side. So it'd be, it, it, you know, you'd have the, the same space in two different areas. Maybe we actually move the uh, nights over to the other side because the Sir Mickey's, the vines growing up kind of look like a vineyard through the roofs, right? The beanstalk that's growing up there. And uh, you could redecorate that to, to look like grapes and wines hanging off the side of the building. So yeah. Oh, oh the right next door to that is is literally princess fairy tale hall and i think with some 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 clever uh re redecorating inside i think we could probably make that work that's a pretty expansive area in there and we'll just we could just move some of the queue outside (laughs) it's really easy to knock down an unnecessary wall in there too yeah they have two queues to get in there so that you can wind up in the same place it's like come on just open it up. Let's go. I, I, I think that's a, a no-brainer there, too. I mean, Princess Fairytale Hall wine room. I mean, come on. Yep. I At can't wait point, to see the children are no longer welcome in Magic Kingdom. There's <laughs> now an adult <laughs> park. I can't wait to see the social media posts of people who oh. had too much wine in the Princess Wine Bar. And then <laughs> go to Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique for a makeover. <laughs> perfect. Absolutely perfect. Um, yeah, I'm ready for, I'm ready for each and every one of these. Right. So, um, this is great. You know, look at, I enjoyed too jumping on the monorail in the middle of the day and going, having a nice lunch and a couple of cocktails at one of the resorts. So that's all that's there for now. And we've got a couple other restaurants where you can do it, but, but I think we are all of the consensus of, of putting in some serious adult beverage venues at the magic kingdom. What if we miss gentlemen? Well, I, the one thing that we've missed that I, and I think this would be, if I'm in charge, this is, I think this is the gateway we could go with. 
there's no actual bar at the Magic Kingdom yet. So how would we how could we test it with the least amount of friction? Well, I figure why not the monorail station bar? So basically think Animal Kingdom with Rainforest Cafe, right? Exact same setup, except you build a, a Main Street train station themed restaurant with a full bar outside the Magic Kingdom, but right there. And so you can sort of test the waters of what's this going to be like. And it's going to be extremely uh, popular and well-received uh, outside, in my opinion. And I think that's just the, to me, that's the, that's the gateway drug <laughs> to expanding <laughs> it into the Magic Kingdom to me is don't expand it in the Magic Kingdom. Why don't we pull the whole Rainforest Cafe outside the Magic Kingdom? Oh, I'll put in a vote to change the Rainforest Cafe to be a bar as well. <laughs> yeah, that, that, just, that needs to happen. Yeah, but I, I love that idea. I love a monorail themed bar. That would be fantastic. You know, that would be really, that would be really awesome. And you could have two entrances to it, um, just, just like Animal Kingdom, one that's outside and one that's in the park. And um, that would be a lot of fun. I like you're, that. You're all too young to remember the monorail club car at the Contemporary Resort with it had they had a different color drink for every monorail so you had a monorail red drink monorail purple monorail all of those things and it was right off that monorail bar in the contemporary so and it cool. was it was a great spot and then the other side of that you had the view out on bay lake it was just an awesome an awesome place i missed that a lot i don't know what what they've really done with that space or or how they've but that was a classic and it felt 1970s when you were in there right like mm -hmm. monorail club car was the name of it so um yeah so i reinstitute that back over at the magic kingdom somehow and i think we've got a winner anything else we've missed as we uh pour our heart soul and bottle of booze into mickey's magic kingdom i think uh just they could the fireworks viewing parties could just serve booze i think i mean that just seems like a no-brainer of course um that would be the only other thing you know that awesome viewing area by the tomorrowland terrace over there whatever that's called uh the noodle station you know that area whatever yep. where they have the parties already but just actually be able to drink champagne instead of that room temperature warmer than room temperature apple juice yeah I, for 119 dollars, you could <laughs> absolutely get a glass of champagne in there yeah that's, that's, that's no-brainer there's nothing grosser than that that warm apple cider that looks like champagne. Absolutely cold, it's not, not bad. It's really not bad cold. It's right. fun when it's cold, but you're right. That's I'm gonna, you know what? This is a family show. I'm gonna save my comments. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Get the same color and consistency. We'll just put it. <laughs> hey Dan, thank you so much for joining us today and to go over this. It's been too long. We love having you on the show. Um What's next? What's next and new and exciting for you? You know what? Uh, I've, I've just really enjoyed, as you know, I, I sort of my, my Twitter handle, I've switched from uh, drunk at Disney to uh, the leisure professor, professor leisure. Uh, and just, I'm really enjoying uh, being a little more honest about what I, what I, what I, my main thing I like to do is just relax and have fun, um, which also includes, uh, uh, you know, the beverages. So being able to expand a little bit has been fun. So um, I'm just going to keep, uh, enjoying the central florida lifestyle and you do it so well 
<laughs> you make us all envious of, of that lifestyle. And it's a pleasure to, to see you every time. And we hope to see you soon down at the parks. And maybe, just maybe, we'll have a few drinks at the Magic Kingdom. Please, please. Later, dudes. Later, dudes. Later, dudes. Later, dudes. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Dudes Dish Disney. Please check us out on social media, on Facebook at Dudes Dish Disney, on Instagram at Dudes Dish Disney, on Twitter at Disney underscore dish. Please visit our sponsor, Magic Vacations, at magicvacations.net. More than just a travel agency, Magic Vacations has over 60 Magic Vacation planners committed to bringing you white glove concierge service. Using a Magic Vacation Planner allows you to spend more time making memories and less time worrying about the details. For all of your Disney, Universal, Cruise, and Global travel, go to magicvacations.net. Magic Vacations. Discover the magic of travel.